Hello and welcome. Today is March the 31st and this is Terry. I am a nurse educator, a CPR instructor. And uh, today I wanted to come to you to talk to you guys about what's been going on in all of the countries around the world, which is the coronavirus. Now then, I have waited for a little bit because I was working and um, due to the coronavirus here in our town, um, my job has closed and my husband is on furlough. And so now that I have a little bit of time, I wanted to come to you guys to educate you on what uh, COVID is. And of course, I'm certain that it's affecting everybody around the country from what I hear in the news. And so I wanted to ask or answer a few questions um, just to um, put a little bit of clarification on to what's going on. You guys have been um, inundated with news reports as well as live videos from your leaders, your um, governors, and um, medical um, personnel within your organizations or um, in your email. And um, as a public servant, I find that I um, have some sort of obligations just in case you have been hiding under a very big rock to inform you of what I know and um, to answer a few questions. So the first question is, what is the source of the COVID-19 virus? And the answer to that question is the coronavirus are very large, uh, is a very large family of viruses. Some cause illness in people and others um, such as canine and feline coronavirus that only infects animals. Rarely animal coronavirus that infects animals have emerged to infect people and can spread between people. So this is suspected to have occurred for the virus that causes COVID-19. Um, Middle East Respiratory Syndrome, which is um, called MERS, and Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome, which is called SARS, are two other examples of coronavirus that originated from animals and then spread to people. More information about the source and the COVID-19 is available on the cdc.gov forward slash coronavirus, okay? Another question is, how does the virus spread? This virus was first detected in Wuhan uh, City, Hubei Province, China. Uh, the first infection was linked to a live animal, uh, linked to a live animal market, but the virus is now spreading from person to person. It's important to note that a person to person spread can happen um, on a continuum. Some viruses are highly contagious, like measles, um, while other viruses are less so. The virus that causes COVID 19 seems to be spreading easily and sustainably in the community. Um, and the community spreads means people have been infected with the virus in an area, including some who are not sure how or where they became infected. So um, he, everyone throughout the world has been using the um, social distancing, which requires you to stand six to ten feet away from another person. Most people in the United States or in the world have been wearing masks. Here in the U.S., they have just um, um, talked about having uh, people wear masks um, even when they don't know if they have it. Um, there has been, of course, some 
um, healthcare providers a shortage of masks and uh, or masks and PPE for healthcare uh, personnel, and so they are saying that the average person who is non uh, it, that is not in the healthcare field can simply wear a 100% cotton scarf or some type of t-shirt that you can make a mask from um, is what we understand here. Um, they haven't made that law yet, but I believe it will be very widespread here soon. And some people just wearing it just because they want to. And of course, I feel my own personal opinion that the mask does help the spread as well as the social uh, distancing, which is the six to 10 feet. Um, another question is, why are we seeing a rise in the cases? The number of cases of COVID-19 is being being reported in the U.S. is rising due to increased lab testing and reporting across the country. The growing number of cases in part reflects the rapid spread of COVID-19 as many U.S. states and territories experience community spread. And so what's happening is people are actually taking the test and um, it's taking a while to get to for the test to come back. The test is done in batches. And so they may send 100 tests to an outside lab. They may send 50 tests to this lab. They may send, you know, 300 tests to this lab. And as they come back, when the tests come back positive, the numbers rising quickly um, with those positive cases and I believe my personal opinion this is not medical opinions but at any rate so I think that people are going to get tested and just because their test hadn't came back and they don't know if they're positive or negative they are in turn spreading the um the uh, the COVID-19 and um and unknowingly and then when their tests come back um positive they have already touched or spread at least however many people that they're surrounding okay um the next question is can someone who has had COVID 19 spread the illness to others and of course we just talked about that but i'll read of course what the cdc.gov is saying the virus that causes COVID 19 is spreading from person to person someone who is actively sick with COVID 19 can spread the illness to others those who are not actively sick can as well that's not in there but Hey, now then they're saying how long someone is actively sick can vary. So the decision on when to release someone from isolation is made on a case by case basis in consultation with doctors, infection prevention and control experts and public health officials and, and involves considering um, officials. Um, are considering specific situations, um, including disease, severity, illness, signs, and symptoms, and the results of lab tests. And so uh, also they're saying which um, if a person has been around someone who is positive for COVID-19, then they are a, per a person under investigation and they should isolate themselves immediately uh, for 14 days, whether they have symptoms or not. Um, so... They are updating this website um, daily. I don't uh, particularly agree with uh, some of the things that the CDC is saying in regards to um, releasing someone from isolation if uh, the person is um, free from fever and no longer coughing and, um, you know, um, they're telling 
uh, us that a person can be released for uh, seven after seven days of no symptoms. When before it was 14 days and then another 14 days or seven days. Now they're saying if you've been tested positive for COVID-19, you can be um it can come out of isolation after the seventh day if you have no signs and symptoms. So that is something that I just do not agree with. I think that maybe they are doing that for um, the healthcare staff and doctors to come back um, not sh- uh, sooner than they should. I'm not sure that's the reason, but uh, I can only um, guess. Another question is... Um, can the virus that causes COVID-19 be spread through food, including refrigerated or frozen food? And the answer to that question, they have stated coronavirus are generally thought to be spread from person to person through respiratory droplets. Currently, there is no evidence to support transmission of COVID-19 associated with food. Before preparing or eating food, it is important for you to wash your hands, soap and water for 20 seconds for general food safety. Throughout the day, wash your hands after blowing your nose, coughing or sneezing, or going to the bathroom. Um, It may be possible that a person can get COVID-19 by touching a surface or object that has the virus on it and then touching their own mouth, nose, and possibly their eyes, but it's not thought to be um, the main way the virus is spread. Okay, so... In general, because of poor survivability of these coronaviruses on surfaces, there is likely very low risk of spread from food products or packaging that are shipped over a period of days or weeks um, at ambient, refrigerated, or frozen uh, temperatures. Another question somebody wanted to know is, will warm weather stop the outbreak of COVID-19? And their answer is, it is not yet known whether weather, the temperature, and and the temperature impact the spread of COVID-19. Some other viruses like the common cold and flu spread more during cold weather months, but that does not mean it is impossible to become sick with the virus during other months. At this time, it is not known whether the spread of COVID-19 will decrease when the weather becomes warmer. There is much more to learn about the transmissibility, severity, and other features associated with COVID-19 and investigations are ongoing. Okay. Um, another uh, question was: at, uh, Can mosquitoes or ticks spread the virus that caused COVID nineteen? And um, their answer at the CDC dot gov forward slash coronavirus. Their answer is: At this time, CDC has no data to suggest that the new coronavirus or other similar coronaviruses are spread by mosquitoes or ticks. The main way that COVID-19 spreads is from person to person. And so um, if you go to the cdc.gov forward slash coronavirus, you will be able to um, actually um, find signs and symptoms. If you would be actually able to put signs and symptoms in there to see if you have been infected and they will give you further information. You will also be able to get all your questions answered according to the CDC and what they are coming up with every five minutes. 
um, they changed their website accordingly. And um, I just kind of wanted to come to you guys to tell you where to get um, the latest information that is uh, changing the different policies around the United States. And I'm not really sure if the CDC um, speaks with other countries. Um, I'm sure they have their own disease control and prevention centers. And um, I do notice that most uh, other countries are uh, like spraying some kind of disinfectant in the air throughout the city. Um, And uh, we are not here um, in the state. And so I don't know how significant that is. However, whether you are a lay person or um, a medical person or nurse or whoever you are, you can always go to the cdc.gov to get the latest information and kind of like look around and fact find. And I'd like to add that that you should use your best judgment. I know we get our information from the CDC. We get our suggestions and our data from the CDC, but you know where you live. You know where you, you know, work. You know how you function from day to day. Use your best judgment with what's best for you and your family. It, uh, according to the CDC, um, they don't want nurses to walk around the hospital with the mask on just in general. But you are also on live YouTube and television all around the world telling people that maybe we should consider wearing masks outside of our homes. So I'm not really sure um, where you are in in what how much you want to believe what you want to believe i'm just telling you that the the what i read was from the cdc um and the questions that i answered were directly from the cdc and where you can get your information according to what law will be in your institution facility organization country city i mean uh, excuse me state throughout the united states they uh apparently I feel like the CDC is law in regards to how to handle this uh, COVID-19. And so uh, as a reference, we should be looking there as opposed to um, Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or wherever we go to get our news. I believe that um, even though I don't hardly agree with a lot of the things that's coming off the press, um, that You know, if they are going to make a law, it would definitely be a law that is referring back to the CDC. And so with that being said, I hope you guys are doing well. Um, Remember to make sure that you wash your hands the 20 seconds and do it uh, frequently. Keep your hands, practice, practice, practice keeping your hands from your face, your nose, your mouth, your eyes. Um, uh, Now they're saying if you have glasses, uh, if you have glasses, they suggest that you wear them as opposed to your contacts. And um, like I said, I know you guys are probably getting the latest updates as well as I am. And I just kind of wanted to really come and talk about this on my podcast just because I feel like it's releasing a lot of stress 
from um, what we are going through as a family of nurses and healthcare providers and just being able to talk about it, just being able to teach somebody something, maybe something I said you didn't know, or maybe the reference to go to the cdc.gov will help someone. And, um, you know, at this time, I am not at the bedside um, on front line, but they are actually mandating for us to start doing that after the uh, 10th of April. So you guys stay in prayer. You guys stay well. Um, You know, we're just pleading the blood of Jesus over the whole world. Okay, you, your family and um, your loved ones. And um, if you, uh, you know, sooner or later, we will know someone that's close to us who have who have con- contracted this COVID-19. Um, uh, however, if you have someone who has contracted this COVID-19, we will be in prayer with you guys, the, you know, wishing you guys the best and um, safety and health and all that. And I just wanted to um, come by and just kind of speak to you guys. I know it's been a minute, but... You know, I've been doing my thing or whatever. Um, If you need any assistance, oh, yes. Um, They are now, they have lifted some licensors uh, throughout the country in regards to nurses can work across the the United States, um, regardless of your um, state license and where you have um, your um, compact license. You can work anywhere, basically. uh, also, um, they have lifted some uh, licenses um, for the NCLEX. So if you are uh, a nurse, nursing student and you are, you've graduated, you've applied to take your boards, then um, your license or you can work on your temporary license. I think they're saying up to six months now. So check in your state, look in your state, look at your state board of nursing and see what those new rules and regs are. And um, if, in fact, you want to be on the front lines um, or in the hospital to help them with the COVID-19 crisis, I think it's more it's easier than ever. And I hear that the pay is not too bad. And so um, I think California is offering something up to $10,000 a week through some agency. I forget the name of the agency. Um, dang on it. Crucial Staffing is the name of the agency. And um, I believe uh, New York is offering upwards to $9,000 a week for nurses. So that's something to think about. Um, check out Crucial Staffing if you're just gung-ho and you're ready to get out there on the front lines and help those who are in need of your assistance. Um what else I wanted to tell you guys? Uh, oh, check out the link in my bio, linktree dot, um, excuse me, linktree forward slash PC health ed. And I do have a 100% online course that you can take and um, just have an idea of um, what it is to do nursing care and everything like that. And um, I am certified um, with, um, I'm licensed by the Arkansas Department of Higher Education, so I am a um, licensed school. And um, just check it out if um, 
you want to take the course. I think it's a pretty good course for people who are like, oh, you know, nurses, they ain't doing that much. But um, if you um, are have ever worked in, in healthcare, you know that that's not the truth. But if you've never worked in healthcare, then this course is is a great course for you to take to get the gist of what we what we have to know and what we have to do in regards to caring for a patient and it's it's a basic course it's kind of like a cna program but it's 100 percent online and once you're done with the the course you'll be a certified patient care assistant and um at um that is uh, presentable to uh, a, a job if, in fact, you um, are wanting to enter healthcare. Is what I'm trying to say. So, with that being said, check out the link in my bio. And um, again, thank you guys for listening. And take care. <laughs>